We are back live Friday. What a week. Still got a crush today, but we're here. We're ready. Good morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. And we have a special visitor as he likes to do now on the Zoom calls. And he wants to show everybody the Theragun. So now we're going to do a commercial for the Theragun. <laughs> good morning, everybody. Awesome. Thank you. Good. good morning, guys. Hey, dude, it's a family affair. We know that. So, always, you know, always, all day, every day. We groom them young, baby. I will no tell doubt. you, personality is amazing. Yesterday was just a really fun day. Um, just a lot. It was a full. Yeah. It was a full go to work with dad day yesterday yeah. for him, and he yeah. was phenomenal. I mean, he really was just so well behaved. He colored in his coloring books the whole day. He, uh, he impressed everybody that we were with, so it was awesome to have him around. Well, you know, you got to do the uh, the shout-outs to the Dykes family. We brought it to the table yesterday. Uh, we had work to do, and boy, did we do work. Um, love, lo love these pictures, the emotions. Look at the smiles up top. Look at the intent in the bottom picture. Everybody was dialed in. I think we covered some great ground and they are just wonderful people. I'm so glad they're in our lives and in our world. So uh, shout out to them. But then um, last night was what I live for. I've been preaching this stuff my entire life that uh, like Joseph Gonzalez says, family is a priority. Um, and there was family, man. It was, uh, we were eating, we were drinking, we were chilling and grilling and, um, a kudos to the chef because what a job you did, man. It was great. man. It was Solo. Great. And there's, you know, there's a bar to be met because, you know, Gabby does an unbelievable job in hosting and cooking. And so there's an expectation that when people come over, that's what we, uh, we deliver. And I don't think I was to that level. But I think I got close to reaching the bar, which I will uh, I'll take. I don't know. Work for me. I was glad that Shay was there, which was uh, super cool. So it was a family uh, slash business, which is all the same to us on, on our end. So what a great way to slide into Friday. I um, mean, it is after eight o'clock. And so I don't know about you, but let's wake up. Let's go. So uh, to take a lead from the, the meal that you made last night, which was kind of, you know, as we said, it was incredible. Barbecued corn on the cob was stupid good. And wouldn't, yeah. you, wouldn't you know that today is National Corn on the Cob Day? So you, you can't make this shit up. But I don't know about you, but when I think of corn on the cob, I think of one scene. Shay, show me the scene. Goddamn knockoff artist. What do you mean? Amphibian? 
He takes 10,000 G.I. Joes, slaps some bills on them, webs their feet, axes them, and see you. Oh, come on. Those cases So I don't know about you, but I can't look at baby corn anymore after that. Yeah. No, every time you see it, you always think of that scene. And mm. I mean, how the, the set like didn't die laugh, like how they ever got that scene finished. Cause you know, that had to have taken a couple of takes because every time he would go into it, you got to think people busted out laughing. Well, the, the range of his acting abilities <laughs> You know, he really did look like a kid or act like a kid. So pretty amazing. And a great reminder for a Friday, like that movie, the, the just to keep your creativity, keep that young mindset, keep that that in because it, it sets you apart. It makes you successful. Can I, oh, Chris Paul, can I have a milkshake or something? Like, <laughs> <it's so perfect. laughs> I might have to go watch that this weekend. Like you know, that. So, right. so that um, just just staying on corn for a second, you can boil it, you can steam it, you can roast it, you can grill it. Really is one of the my favorite summertime foods. So go out and, uh, and eat shout it. out to Dorcas because I've posted a few food posts over the past few weeks. Anytime I get a like on a food post from her, I know I'm doing something right. So Dorcas, I don't know if you got a chance to see the pictures from earlier of the girl that I did last night, but uh, she is the queen of food. So if you have any questions about what to do with corn, I would go to Dorcas. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Staying on the movie theme today is chock full of uh, movie trivia. So on this day uh, in 1982, E.T., the extraterrestrial, was released in theaters. So just think about that. 1982, that movie is 40-something years. It's just insane. But uh, show me this scene, which we have used in our uh, video, in our uh, social selling um, presentations and, and training. Show me E.T. and Reese's Pieces. So that movie is 40 years old. I mean, I mean it is, it's hard to fathom, but here's a piece of trivia that you can really run to the bank with. That product placement was actually offered to Eminem Mars and the guy at Eminem or the team at Eminem said no. 
<laughs> they went to Reese's. Reese's created Reese's Pieces for the movie, and it is now a billion-dollar candy. That particular product does a billion, over a billion dollars in sales. Hello. How does that guy wake up in the morning? <laughs> so. Opportunity. So, but, uh, so let's tie it in because I'm, not, I'm, some people have, some people haven't been in our social selling but that scene and what's happening there is a perfect metaphor for what marketing in today's world is and not marketing a brand, but marketing yourself. And that's why we talk about creating one piece of content a day, at least one piece of content a day, because that little Reese's Pieces that he's dropping to, make, to bring ET to where he wants them to be is that content. It's that one nugget that you're dropping every single day that leads everybody in your network to where you want them to be. And that is both building relationship, content, infotainment, as I like to talk about it, because it's not just pitching people or selling your service. It's educating people every day about who you are, about what you do, about what you represent, what makes you different, and there's tons of ways to do it. That's what those Reese's Pieces are. So thank you for tying it together. That is exactly the metaphor. And I've been using it for years and years in my presentations and it's in our training and that's awesome. So we've talked about big, we've talked about ET and now for motivational music, there's another movie that was released in theaters on this day in 1986. And it's perfect for motivational music. Go. What do you think Ferris is gonna do? So I wish, me, uh, I wish you would have kept it going. Like, tell, me, it. tell me anybody in the huddle now that's not going to be singing that all day long. So it just shows you the, the power of music, the emotional connection. That was one of my, the funnest movies ever. I think Jake hit it on the head when he said fun Friday, but that's come on, baby. Now. 
I come mean, on and work it on out. So um, that so, scene, yeah. that scene goes up there in an all time because it, it invokes a lot of emotion out of me. Correct. Like that song itself might not do it for me. It's good, but that scene and everybody dancing and the build up, it's phenomenal. I love it. So clearly, one of those things that has impacted. A social culture, if you will, tons of lines and stuff that comes out of there. Somebody already said swing, bada, bada. swing. Bada. <laughs> so, uh, Scott Graham said the sausage king of Chicago, which was absolutely fantastic. Or, you know, Mr. Peterson. <laughs> I mean, maybe the, the scene that doesn't require any lines, but is uh, just a classic scene is them taking the car over the hill. And their faces as they're flying through the air. Tell me this. Every time you leave your car with valet, don't you think of that? Yeah, that was 1%. I'm always like, let me look at the odometer. Let me see what's happening here. So there are, there are absolutely lessons, life lessons that come from that movie. It's the best part about culture, movie. They're offering you stuff if you're willing to take it away. We've picked six. I don't know. Do you have them in front of you? Uh, I don't. You no, do I came completely unprepared for this. That is so great. Thank you. So <laughs> the um, the six are the value of thinking ahead. It is not helpful to dwell on others. And that's where he has a, a quote there where he talks about uh, you ought to spend a little bit more time dwelling with your dealing with yourself and a little less time worrying about what your brother does, because that was his interaction with his sister. Which was a, yeah. Clearly, he was amazingly confident. You know, that's what you, everybody connected to his confidence, you know, and even in school, the parents, everybody, you know, save Ferris, you know, which is, I have a t-shirt that I should have worn today that said save Ferris. Um, but here's probably the biggest takeaway of all, and you can comment on this, is the helpfulness of technology. He was using technology before yeah. <laughs> anybody else. The, the tape the, machine. This, the system in the room with the mannequin and the rolling it over and the snoring. And I mean, unbelievable. But I think the confidence part in that movie is so huge totally. because it didn't matter what got thrown at him. He was not going to, he was going to figure out a way to make it happen. Like the best is him at the end of the movie running through the backyards and doing what he had to do to get home before his parents got home. And then the baseball to turn the snoring system off. Like he was just going to find a way he, he knew that he wouldn't be denied. And that's right. what the confidence is. It's not that he knew he had all the answers. He just knew he'd find a way always. And then Christian Castellano, who is such a great contributor to the, the content we put out here, uh, take advantage of days off. You know, I mean, there, you know, I did, I took that Friday off, which was an amazing day that led to a four day weekend, two days of work. Then I took off again. You got to recharge the batteries. You got to take care of the body and the mind. So great, great stuff. Three great movies, but that will lead us to an unbelievable conversation. It would have been Vince Lombardi's birthday today. Shay, give me Vince Lombardi. What the hell? is going on here today man we're all over the map but you know he was clearly recognized as the greatest football coach ever might have been the greatest coach ever um 
19, uh, so he was a football coach for the Giants, the Packers. He coached in high school um, in the Hall of Fame. Obviously, clearly great because he was born in Brooklyn. Thank you. Um, but when you talk about Vince Lombardi, there are rules. Like you talked about Bill Walsh yesterday, and that's that's the Bible. The idea here is that he came up with a set of rules to live by both on the field and off the field. It's known as the Lombardi rules. Um, here they are if anybody wants them afterwards. But um, I love going through these. So we'll pick out a few that, that matter. You can uh, take that off the screen, Shay. Thank you. So first one, ask yourself the tough questions. Can't hear you. Okay, so goodbye. <laughs> so his pods went uh, went bad. So uh, there's technology and uh, all that stuff. Shay, why don't you jump in with me uh, before we get uh, Mark back? So, huh? Okay, so we can't do that. So the first thought is ask yourself the tough questions. This is one of the most difficult things. Are you back? Am I back? You are back. Great. My back started cutting in and out, and I was like, oh, boy, we got audio issues. All right, good. You're here. First question, ask yourself the tough questions. First comment, first rule. Talk to me. I want to go, before we go into these, my favorite quote of all time from Vince Lombardi is that we are going to chase perfection knowing full well that we're not going to get there but on the way we'll find excellence and that will make us great. Oh, I love that. That that concept to me was everything to me in coaching because that gave me the, the authority to hold everybody to a standard that we were never going to meet. We were never, ever going to be perfect, but it made it okay for me to demand perfection because as long as I did that, we'd find something that would make us one of the best. And that to me is what coaching is. That's what chasing perfection is. That That's what it's all about. And that was, that. I mean, sums it up for me. I, I think you hit it on the head. We, we've had some dialogue and I posted something a week or so ago about managing perfection. You know, the people looked at, well, I'm a perfectionist. That's okay. But you have to understand that that's not realistic. Right. Somewhere near that, managing perfection, managing the behaviors that get you to perfection is very different than the outcome. If you are driven to be perfect, you'll go insane. It's impossible. But to chase it, if you're right. willing to commit to the chase of perfection, you're going to get there. Like you're going to find something. You're going to find your optimal level of performance. It's not going to be perfect but it will be far better than everybody else. So on this list, um, there's a couple of ones that stand out. Um, one, number three was play to your strengths. I've always been a guy that in my coaching philosophy, I'll take what you're good at and make you great at it. That's how you stand out. But if you suck at something, that probably means you don't like it. And it's going to be an impossible climb to get great at that. So I think the way to be great in life is take what you're good at and go great. And obviously he agreed. 
a thousand percent. And especially for the leaders that are looking at their teams, like this was always a big point of contention for me with the staffs that I worked on because I had worked with a lot of different coaches, run a lot of different offensive systems and done a lot of different things. And offensive coordinators tended to have, this is my system. I'm going to make it work here. But if you don't have the players to fit that system, it doesn't work. So you have to play to your strengths. What are the people that we have? What can we do with the talent that we have that's going to make us successful? Same for yourself, right? Like content creation is a critical component to marketing yourself today. But the kind of content you create or the voice that you have has to be what works for you. And not all of it is going to work for you. What are you really good at? What are you confident about? What do you want to do? Let's go build strengths around that. Yeah, we've had conversations. What comes first, confidence or success? Most people say, well, when I'm successful, I'll be more confident. It's actually the reverse. Number seven is just a game changer. And you find that most successful people have figured this out. You got to work harder than everybody else. Jerry Rice said, I'm willing to do things that other people aren't willing to do. That's why I found greatness. The Rock, same thing. I'll outwork everybody. Clearly, when you look at my career, right, wherever I was, I outworked everybody. You say, you're not, you get up earlier. Well, I'm outworking people. Well, it's not, you know, that's a choice, an obvious choice that I made to squeeze the lemon harder than everybody else. And there's nobody else that can make that decision for you except yourself. You got to put that person in the mirror and, and grind it out. There's no running away from the grind. And when we talk about quantifying behavior, that to me is like the number really means nothing. Like if you set the number too low, great. How fast did you hit that number? And then how far can you surpass it? Or if you set the number too high, well, great. How, how close can you get to reaching that number? To me, the actual number that you set for quantifying the behavior is nebulous. It's I don't really care. It's what you do with the number. Do you reach it so fast and surpass it that you say, great, I know I can do more than that. Or do you find that that was a large number, but I'm going to do everything I can to get as close to it as I can. It just becomes about the activity and the work, not the number. Well, it's appropriate if we're talking about a football coach to go to overtime. And we'll go to overtime. So uh, the final one I want to talk to today is his number 25 of his 27, 26 rules. And it's focus on the fundamentals. You know, no matter what, it's boring, it's mundane, but it's what works. If you get great at the fundamentals, we got a note yesterday from our friend Barry Gottlieb, who is amazing. He was all about the basics and just on the basics, brilliant on the basics, get great at the boring shit and your life changes. People are always looking for these new fads and, you know, same thing in diets, man. It's pretty simple. If you just do the right amount of calories every day, you're going to either maintain or lose weight, you know? So it's, I love that somebody who has been gone for so many years you know, Lombardi's been dead for many years, left a legacy, oh, in words. You know, that's what books are. People have left their, you know, their legacy, their thoughts. 
And, you know, someone takes 40 years worth of experience, packs it into a book, packs it into a set of rules. These are everywhere. They are just every single place you can go. I get up every morning and listen to somebody else. We were talking about um, Matthew McConaughey, who I listened to this morning. It's always one nugget. Even if I've heard it a zillion times, one nugget that becomes my strength for the day. You know, uh, so, you know, today, and I'll leave you with this about Matthew McConaughey. He was talking about most people chase happiness and happiness is a, a letdown all the time. You're either happy or you're not. That's an outcome that will drive you crazy. If you chase joy, which is part of the word enjoyment, enjoy what you do, get great at the fundamentals, and the outcomes take care of themselves. So, and night, man. fantastic. And the last little thing that I want to make sure everybody knows about is the LinkedIn update, right? Okay. LinkedIn allowed you to create a video profile or video intro on your profile page. We're not going to spend a bunch of time talking about it because we're in overtime. I put out a post about it this morning that gave you some very simple tips on how to create a successful one. But this is another tool to leverage video in a digital environment to humanize it and to help create more relationships. Take advantage of it now, be an early adopter. And if you have any questions about it, we're happy to help you. So it's time to roll into Friday crush Friday. Take advantage of the weekend because your competitors are not. Let's get down to business. Please don't worry about me. I'm about to let my heart speak. My friends keep telling me to leave this. So let's get down. Let's get down to business. Let's get down. Let's get down to business. Give you one more night. One more night to get this. We've had a million, million nights just like